0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome to Attemptive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Well, well, well. So we meet again, old friend. Hello. Welcome to Attempting Fatherhood. Hello, attempters. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, dads. Hey, moms or single people or animals or houseplants or the random coworker who just got in your car while you were listening to this playing and you plugged in your phone with CarPlay and it just came on and he's like, who's this guy talking? Hello to you as well. Greetings and thanks for listening. And a happy new year if we haven't talked since then, or I guess more likely you haven't heard me since then, because this is the first episode of the new year as we're wrapping up season three, or maybe you're playing catch up on a road trip and you listen to a bunch of episodes in a row. I did that recently. Not of my own podcast, because I was there for for all those. So, uh, But for other podcasts, now, first off, if you are new or you're just a casual listener, you kind of come and you go, I get that. I'm very much the same way with other podcasts. But question for you, would love for you to subscribe to the show. It's very simple. You just hit the subscribe button. That's the sound it makes. If yours doesn't, you should call Apple or Spotify, however you're listening to us. Um, For those who maybe don't know about this show very much, you're just coming in late. This is not the podcast about great dads, although many of my guests are. This is the podcast about men trying to be great dads. And we are finishing up the third season, and it has been an absolute blast and an honor having so many dads come on to chat, to hear their stories, and for them to tell stories, um, and, and just to learn from men, just like you and me, who, like I said, are trying to be the best dads that we can be. If you have been following along, you probably know we're on Instagram, at Attempting Fatherhood. So make sure you're following us there. Like I said before, be a subscriber to the podcast. You'll know at the end of the season, I always do a wrap-up talking about what I, as a father, have been going through, what I'm learning, et cetera. And it's that time again. That's this episode. So first off, um, this past weekend, had an amazing time with some friends from college. Man, it was what a great 36 hours. You've heard me talk about a small group of men in my life who we would meet you know, maybe one time per year, every other year, something like that, and have a blast. This is not that group. That group uh, are some, some close friends, George, Chris, and Derek. We've been tight, known each other since high school, and we see each other all the time. These guys, Adam, Adam, Charlie, Hart, and myself, haven't all been together in more than 20 years. This is, this is look. I'm hashtag blessed. I'm insanely lucky, like over the top to have two groups of guys. This is that second group. This is those guys I haven't seen in in almost 20 years. Some of them I've seen inner, you know, like, oh, I would fly into, you know, whatever, Greensboro and I would see my friend Charlie or, you know, maybe I'd still be in Knoxville and I'd hang out with Adam, but not everybody all together, which is crazy. I mean, if if in college you said, hey, you guys, when you graduate, you're not going to see each other again for 20 years. I'd be like, yeah, right. We're going to see each other all the time. But then, you know, we moved all over the place. I was in LA and then I was in Phoenix and they moved. There was a New York in there and there was uh, North Carolina and then there was Virginia. It was just all these different places. And we have kids, but now we all live in the South-ish and we have a text group, which I, I would encourage you to create with your friends. One guy was like, guys, let's just pick a date. Let's just make this happen. So we did it. One guy, unfortunately, had to stay home with COVID, but we had him on FaceTime at dinner one night for like two hours. So it was it was good. It wasn't it wasn't ideal. We would have rather have had Charlie with us. We shot guns. It was actually it was probably the first time someone wearing skinny jeans was shooting clay pigeons with shotguns. That was me, by the way. I got to say it's a pretty damn good shot. I impressed myself and some of the guys there with us. Uh, We drank light beer. I had kombucha. Uh, like the 40 year old men that we are, we told stories until we were just like on the floor, just laughing so hard, making fun of each other. Like we used to do in college. And I love that for the most part, the guys who I know have a similar experience with their friends, which is like, we can just pick up right where we left off. And it had been 20 years. And some of these guys aren't even really on social. So it's not like they know a whole lot what's going on, but we had great conversations and it was awesome. Then there was a huge snowstorm. I had to get up early this past Sunday just drive as fast as I could, but as safely as I could. I borrowed a car from Honda. They're not sponsoring this at all. I do a lot of stuff with them, so every now and then I can borrow a car. And I had their Ridgeline pickup truck, uh, which is fantastic. It's like the Swiss Army knife of pickup trucks. I love that thing. Carried me phew, all the way home through it. Got home. It was great. But I tell you all this not to brag. This is not my like you know weird flex. But okay, bro. This is because. I really see this podcast as my attempt, huh? My attempt to connect with dudes who aren't as lucky as I am. If you maybe don't have an outlet to hear about other dads talking about the things they're struggling with, personally or in their family or professionally, you feel alone. So having that group is so powerful. You know, you maybe you think you're alone in the way that your kids are behaving and they're going off the rails or whatever. Everything from, you know, I've got an almost two year old and we're like, is, are these sleep issues? Is this the thing or is he sick? Is he not? Other other dads get that, that are in that mix. But maybe your kids are older and it's like, my kids are having, you know, my, my daughter's having like mean girl issues. Is she the mean girl? Is she being mean girl? Like we talked about all that kind of stuff. And so it's just encouragement for you to go and define that, to make it happen. You got to make it happen. Don't wait on it. If, if you, if you don't, listen to any other episodes, I hope you do. I hope you do listen to other episodes of, of ours. But if you don't, I just hope you take this with you. You've got to make this happen. And all the men slash dads that I talk to in my life talk about lacking that community. And it's so hard to build new, deep relationships with other guys. I'm sure you have experienced this as well, right? You have the construct of, of school, of college specifically, and it creates these great moments, and you've got these friends and then when you get out maybe you're busy, you're traveling and moving around, we don't have as much time, we're at different places, whatever it is you know, it, it, it's hard to create and foster that um, so anyway, you're going to find power in numbers even if you think you're the most macho rugged, whatever, and you don't need anybody, you do, you do, I do I definitely do um, so I think that is is a powerful expression of community so give it a shot and let me know how it goes All right, guys, let's take a a second just to to talk about the dad bod. I don't know if you're someone out there who's dieted before, but the reality is diets aren't the same for everybody. You have biology, you have DNA sequencing in your body that's going to resonate with some diets and not others and certain parts of those diets and all that. So Calibrate is this this new way to approach it. It's a comprehensive, doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes yes not just skip a meal and you're good to go calibrate works because they combine prescribed fda approved medication with lifestyle changes so that improves your metabolic health they offer a fully integrated program that includes classes one-on-one video coaching in-app tracking and connection to community with members like yourself they provide a comprehensive wellness plan personalized to your needs so they make it easy to fit calibrate into your busy schedule With the app, you can look at it as often or as little as you like. Personally, I love tracking that kind of stuff, so I'd be looking at it a lot. All the goals you set are personalized and tracked, not just by yourself, but by doctors and coaches. That, to me, makes a lot of difference. So it's time to get back in control with Calibrate. You can get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V at joincalibrate.com. $50 off when you use BLEAV at joincalibrate.com. Yo, you, yes, you, dad. It's time to start caring a little bit more about yourself. You're doing a great job keeping those little humans alive, but if your personal hygiene game is slipping, it's okay. The folks at Bird Hair are stepping up to help out. They're offering 15% off all of their products to Attempting Fatherhood listeners using the code Bird AF. That's B Y R D A F. So go ahead, grab some body wash, hair product, or shampoo. It's made in California using super clean and natural ingredients, and every purchase directly supports attempting fatherhood. So it's a win win. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so as promised, this episode is all about what I've been learning over the past, you know, eight to 10 weeks. From these dads directly in my conversations And also in my own dadding In my own attempting of fatherhood And I've come out with three major things Three Number one, I need to make time for myself Number two, I need to keep being myself And number three, what are my actual goals? I'm going to break these down for you I'm going to break them down Like I used to do in weddings and high school dances When the good music hit the dance floor All right Number one, need to take, need to make time for myself. This was something that was reiterated over and over by the different dads I spoke with this season. A lot of them resonated with this concept of, you know, I just, I, when my kids were younger, I just like, you know, I stayed home and we stayed in the castle and we didn't go anywhere. We stayed and we we wanted to parent, wanted to be around, wanted to be present. And there is obviously a great, you know, value in that. But these guys also talked about, like when the light switch flipped and they thought, wait a second, for me to be the best me, I need to travel, whether it's for work or whatever. I need to work out. I need to read books. I need to go on a guy's trip. I need to just go for a walk. I don't, whatever that is for you. You know, part part of your homework is to identify what those things are that bring you life that makes you fully you. And that's kind of, that kind of bleeds into the second, but like you know, some tips and thoughts that I had about this too, is like, you have to communicate this with your spouse. You can't just go or your partner or whatever. You can't just go and be like, I got to work out, I got to work out and not tell them the reasoning behind it, which is like, you need to be sane. <laughs> and for you to love them well, your kids and your spouse, you've got to be able to be a hundred percent you. And, and maybe you, you're used to doing whatever the time is to make for yourself. Whatever that that is, you're like, you know, I used to read 30 books a, a month, or you know, I used to work out six times a week, or whatever these things are. And and sure there's compromise in there, but you 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 gotta find something that that allows you to recharge. And obviously letting your spouse know this is how much I value this relationship. That I wanna be the best that I can be. Um here's an example. I found myself really short the other day. I'm six <laughs> one. You're not getting away from dad jokes. No. I mean, with my kids, the schedule that, you know, had been going great. All of a sudden wrench was thrown into it. I'm sure it was like a sleeping issue or, you know, whatever. We have one car. So sometimes the logistics of that can kind of complicate things. Um, I was cooped up in the house all day. Loic was being a one and a half year old. He was doing what one and a half year olds do. It was not an assault against me. My daughter, who is full of delightful energy, and I know that she gets that from me. I'm the guy that just can go and go and go and go. She's bouncing off the walls. It was driving me crazy. My wife was about to go run errands. She said, you need to go to the gym or go for a run. I was like, no, I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I need to run the errands because you've been busy all day and you need to work and I'm going to take one on the chin. And she's like, no, you need to go. And honestly, it was like I had to take a beat because my pride was coming in like no I don't need a break I'm a man I can just keep on going but the truth was I was a real jerk in that moment and I could feel it I knew it it was like I could feel myself being short about it but I didn't even bring it up my wife is so good at at like pinpointing something and like calling it out whereas I not even consciously sit on it it's just that's just kind of how it comes out so I just, I felt bad. Honestly, I felt bad that, that like my perceived weakness was now inhibiting her from, from experiencing life she needs to do because she needs to be able to work as well. And, you know, I find that, that parenting decisions are usually about better and best. The good and the bad decisions are too clear. We're not even in that ballpark. Now it's like, what's the, what's a better decision and what is the best or good and best, I guess is a way to do it. Good decision take the car, take the kids, be frustrated, but my wife can work. The best decision is actually for her to do that, me to get my head back on straight, come home so I can cook dinner and then she can work, you know, that night. That's part of sacrifice. So anyway, honestly, it was very humbling. It was a very humbling experience, but you have to have that. So you got to make time for yourself. Otherwise you're just going to blow up and be a real jerk, dad. I learned it from you, dad. All right. Number two. Keep being yourself. No, this isn't some after-school special. Keep being yourself. What do I mean by that? What are the things you like versus what you need? This is something Ezekiel Wheeler brought up. I think he was episode two or three, and he talked about identifying those things that he knew as a human, as a as a man, as an entrepreneur, as a lover of cars. What are the things he needs, and what does he what does he want? And and discerning those things. And you got to hit the needs. Because you're doing your kid a disservice or kids a disservice if you are eliminating, Jamie Price talked about this last season, if you're eliminating these elements in your life that make you you, your years of experience as a photographer, in his case, or love of travel or love of fly fishing or you know these types of elements that make you you and you bring your kids along with that. So there's need to make time for yourself, yes, um, but also keep being yourself, doing what you do. And of course there's compromise in there. Um, You know, and, and part of, again, part of your homework is figuring out what makes me, me. What are those things about myself being goofy, watching stupid movies, whatever, I don't know. And incorporating your kids into that. Um, So, you know, maybe think about it. Was there a hobby or something you did before you had kids? Um, Joe Peters, he was in this season. He's a marketing guy at, not marketing guy. He's like the marketing guy at um, uh, VASC. And he talked about he used to road bike all the time, and then he had kids, and he just hung the bike up for a couple of years. And he said it wasn't really until he kind of got the nudge to get back out on the bike again that he was like, what was I doing? This was just sitting in the garage, and this is such valuable, life-giving energy to me. So again, this was something else that just kept coming up over and over from other dads. They said how powerful it was to re-engage with those things that they love. So think about it maybe you're already doing something. Maybe there's something else. I don't know. Maybe a hobby that you did before the kids that you miss. And number three, what are my goals? I know, I know, I know it's the top of the year, happy new year. And everybody's talking about resolutions. And I kind of think that thing, but I'll, I'll admit to you that somewhere between my like hustle till I die, 25 year old self and my I'm just hoping to get my morning coffee before the toddler and the eight year old chaos ensues, 41 year old self. I lost my drive to set goals. I used to set them all the time. I used to have three, six, nine month goals. At one point in fifth grade, I had like 15 year goals. That's probably too much for a fifth grader. It's a little bit far, but they are important. And honestly, I, have, I kind of stopped setting goals because I've been disappointed by a lot of them. A lot of the ones, especially my industry, entertainment, acting industry, like, you know, I was writing goals like, you know, I'm I'm going to book uh, X number of TV shows, you know, as as co-star and then guest star, and this will be the year this, and I'll take these number of classes, and I'm going to do stand up at this number of, of locations, and uh, I'm going to work on material, you know, all, all these different things. And, and then I just either got burned out or it didn't return. And I, I just started getting depressed by these goals not happening. And I know you can't control pretty much anything in life, but especially in the entertainment industry, there's so many variables or any sales. I kind of equate it to sales of some friends in real estate and it's the same kind of thing. But so I just kind of stopped, um, you know, but I used to be a big goals guy. So also in that, and now maybe as I'm picking it up again in my 40s, oh, 40s, yep. It's good. I'm embracing it, by the way, 41. I'll be 42 in June. So take that. I got anti-wrinkle cream that I use. I never really considered my own family as a goal. What I mean by that is like setting a goal of, I'm going to take my daughter out once a month. I'm going to have a daddy-daughter date every week. I'm going to, whatever, or date night with my wife. Every Friday night, we're going to have date night. I don't know what that is for you. I'm still working on mine, but Think about like something, that might be a cool place to start. You know, of course, maybe there's financial goals, maybe there's health goals, maybe spiritual goals, but maybe having something to think about too, like a new habit, et cetera. But as it relates to your family, something directly that you do have control over, not not your family, you don't control your family, but the opportunity for that. If you don't at least think about that happening, it's really hard, especially now, I feel like with so many other things going on in my life. I'm not going to just like passively hit a goal that I didn't really set. Like, oh yeah, look at that. I have to be on it. And that doesn't mean hustle is going to win it. I think there's a lot of value in just sitting back and relaxing and taking your time. But I do think there's also value in setting a goal, figuring out what you want, because that's the only way you're going to know when you arrived, right? If I just get in the car and I start driving somewhere and I'm just driving, I never really reach the destination. But if I'm like, I'm going to the grocery store, boom, I did it. There you go. So that's it, guys. There you go. That's the three things I'm learning, working on as a dad. I know you are too. I'm sure it's other things. Maybe some of these overlap. You're listening to a podcast about dad life for Pete's sake, So I know you're out there trying to be the best dad you can, but I really wanted to put those out there as like a direct, this is what I'm learning. Because on the show, a lot of times we learn about my guests, but you don't always learn about me. So I like to bring that in there as well. Again, subscribe to the show and turn on your alerts so you know when new episodes post. Season four is going to be the best one yet. We've got dads from crazy different backgrounds, some amazing advice, and exciting stories. That's actually something I'm adding in for this year. I'm adding in that I'm asking dads to come with a great story about dad life. Could be a dad fail, could be a success, uh, but the stories that have come out in the past about you know. You know, being on a road trip and and kids having to go to the bathroom or whatever. These stories are, are so relatable and so funny to me that I thought I need to be asking every single one of my dads these stories. So I'm gonna give them a heads up ahead of time so they can come up with a great story. Cause who doesn't love a great story? I know I do. Thank you again for following along. Thank you for listening. Please share the show. That is the best way for us to continue to grow this and to reach as many dads as possible. I hope you have a fantastic week. We will talk soon. Until then. Keep attempting, and I will too. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple, just rate us, give us some stars, hopefully five, and make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads, you know, start a text chain, whatever that helps us, that helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much and have a great day.